0: That is also one of the rules that I try to live by and honestly, has probably been one of the things that has been very key to my success. And this is going to sound really simple. And it is really simple. It's keeping things simple. I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting in meetings when, you know, we're hashing out a big problem, a challenge, and I'll be listening to, you know, different people on the team talking about this problem and that problem. And what about this? And how do we get to that? And then, you know, I'm just always coming back to, okay, like what's the real core root problem here? Or what's the real challenge we're trying to solve? And there's different versions or tools that you can really use to implement this in your life. Like I love the book, The One Thing. You know, if I'm wrestling with um, a busy day or a busy schedule, a busy week, a busy month, like what's the one thing that I have to get done? But bringing this back into simplicity and solving problems, um, it, it can also be through that framework. Like. Okay, what's the real like what's the one thing that we're really talking about here? So that's another framework around it but I'll never forget one time I was sitting with Robert Kiyosaki and um, I don't if you've ever been with Robert Kiyosaki, he's pretty passionate and can get a little aggressive and so I'm sitting across the table from him having lunch and I say, you know Robert, um, I'm really just grateful for you know the work that you've done and, and rich dad and the cash flow game. And I said we play the cash flow game with our kids. And by the way, if you've not played the cash flow game, um shoot me a text and just text me the word cash flow and um I'll pick a winner and uh I'll I'll get your address and I'll I'll send you a a cash flow game. You can text me at 480-531-7519. Just text me the word cash flow. And I'll send a winner um, a, a cash flow board game. I uh, got a bunch of them uh, for the Go Abundance group last year uh, at a bulk price through Kim Kiyosaki, and so I've got a few laying around. But anyway, back to Robert Kiyosaki. I said, Hey, you know, we've played the cash flow game for a lot of years, and um, my my kids beat me um, all the time. And he's like, Oh, that's so cool. And I'm like, You know, the crazy thing is, is like rich dad, poor dad, and the principles. And I, I said, You know, it's all pretty simple and he looks at me and he's like you know it's not it's not simple and he got a little bit upset and i wasn't trying to say that you know it isn't easy or you know the the principles and the concepts aren't overly complex if you look at it as a whole but what i was really trying to get at is like if you really just come down to it when you think about just cash flow for instance very very simple like if you buy properties that cash flow and you can you buy them in in areas that you're not worried about you know, twenty percent, thirty percent of the renters moving out, um, and you're not getting overextended and too much debt. Now, those are all complex matters and issues to go execute on. So it's not easy to go do, but the principle is simple: as long as you don't necessarily buy for appreciation or have to refinance in two years or whatever, and you're just purely buying for cash flow, and you have enough liquidity and and savings to get you through three months or six months of a crisis or whatever, it's pretty simple. Just buy for cash flow. I think we just tend to overcomplicate it. And, you know, you might be arguing with me, but I think if you would really look at any um, decision that you need to make or any challenge that you're really having in your business or whatever, if you just really bring it back down to what is the the real decisions that we need to make here? What's the real problem that we're wrestling with? Because a lot of times... You know, the problems and challenges and the decision making that we really need to make or the fact that we're wrestling with the decision that we don't want to make, which could be the bigger issue. Like, you know what you need to do, but you don't actually want to do it. That's the simple answer. I know what needs to happen. I just don't want to do it. So what are the other ways that we can get through this? There's so many ways that we make decisions in business and, and um, you know, I mean, even just analysis paralysis. That's another form of complexity, Oh, there can't it can't be this easy. It can't be this good. There has to be something wrong with it. So we make it complex. Anyway, I would just challenge you, and I'm not going to get in the weeds on you know different um, logics around simplifying. But I think almost anything that you could go through, if you really just get down to the meat of it, um, simplify it, simplify it, simplify it. So okay, what are we really, you know, what are we really dealing uh, dealing with here, and what's the outcome? I heard I think it was Colin Powell that said. Um, the best leaders in the world make decisions with 60% of the information. And that's because they're number one, programmed and trained to make decisions. They're not scared of risk. They've built great teams around them. But the simple reason up for it is they understand they they've they've narrowed it down to the simplest possible outcome and they make decisions based on that. Is it always right? No. Sometimes it's wrong. But the reality is um you're gonna be wrong a big percentage of the time anyway. Nobody's ever right. Um, and by the way, I say all this today because we're you know in a time where, yeah, things are kind of scary. Everybody's talking recession. Um, who knows what's going to happen or the housing price is going to drop. I look at all of this through the same lens. Karen and I are buying a house like we started building it in December. In December, interest rates were like 2.75 or 3%. Um, interest rates are now 5% or 6% with the house we're buying Uh, I, I don't even, you know, I I don't know what my interest rate's going to be, to be honest with you, but you know, am I worried about, uh, real estate imploding? I mean, not really because I've always thought of the thought, you know, my house isn't necessarily an asset. It's a sanctuary. It's a place for my family to live. Um, it's always going to cost me money. Um, do we have, you know, potential business challenges if we go into the middle of a recession? Sure. We always do, but I've been through many before. And the reality is we're going to make decisions and get through it. So even this framework about recession, How do I simplify this? Well, number one, I don't listen to the news. Um, Number two, when I'm on social media, I try to follow people that inspire and challenge me um, versus, you know, a bunch of naysayers. And uh, listen, even if we're going to go into a recession, I've bought as many cash flowing properties as possible. I have other properties that are, yes, in the middle of, you know, change and growth. We we have 750 mobile homes to buy. Um, So, you know could, could that be an issue? Yeah. I mean, supply chain could get slowed down again or whatever, but the reality is we've invested in affordable housing. And so the simple version of all of this is even in a recession, we need affordable housing. We can get a a family into a, you know, a three bedroom, two bath home for, uh, just under a thousand dollars. Sometimes, sometimes just a little bit over the average apartments right now are like $2,000 and up. So, um, this is just a fundamental that I'm saying, like, keep it simple Invest in places that make sense. And even in a recession, people are going to need affordable housing. So that's the simplest way that we can narrow this down. I mean, I don't know that I would necessarily want to be invested in high end housing during a recession. But the reality is affordable housing is not going anywhere. So that's just one way that I think about, you know, simplifying it. The question would be in the middle of a recession. What performs well? Well, affordable housing. What's the basic human need? Food. Food is not going anywhere. Commodities are going to do just fine. Um, Fuel is going to do just fine. So that's just how I simplify it in my brain. And sometimes we think, well, you know, that's just too easy. It can't be that easy. Well, what's complicated is, you know, the fundamentals and PE ratios for stocks and bonds and investments. And, you know, if the bond market goes down or up, what's going to happen to the stock market? And that's complicated. What's easy to me is, you know, what are the basic human needs? Food, water, shelter. People are going to need that. Um, that's one way that I would consider simplifying something. So, um, anyway, I thought I would just share that with you because I think, you know, many times if you find yourself in, you know, a big debate with a team or your business partner or your spouse or whatever, and you're debating some complex decision, just bring it down to simplicity. Like what's the, what are we really talking about here? What really needs to happen and how do we get that accomplished? Because so many times I see people get in the weeds and then there's all these tangents. Well, what if this happens? And what if that happens? And what if this happens? Well, you can mitigate every single risk that could ever possibly happen. And the reality is most of them will never happen. So what's likely, um, what's really in front of us and what's the decision we need to make? Um, If you just really kind of put on the simple filter, uh, and I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm simple-minded or maybe it's because this is the way I've thought for so long, but put on the simple filter and try that out. Next time you find yourself in a complex scenario or something that you can't make a decision around, um, try a simple filter. Like, what are the 10 things that I'm really wrestling with? And most of them are, you know, potential outcomes that could happen. What are the more likely outcomes and what can we really make decisions around today? What do we really need to decide on? Put it through the simple filter. By the way, if you're interested in investing in affordable housing with us, um, text the word DEALS to 480-531 seven, five, one, nine. Um, we have offloaded, uh, a big portion of our portfolio. We consolidated the rest of it. Um, we're raising some capital. We've got a fixed income fund. You can invest in 12 to 24 month, um, debt that is secured by communities, mobile home park communities. Um, and then there's also a possibility to get into the equity side too, in this consolidated fund. So if you're interested in talking with me more about that, and you're an accredited investor, text the word Deals to 480 531 7519. Um, Our plan is to, we've got about 700 homes that we need to continue to buy and set. Um, The supply chain has really loosened up. It was taking 12 to 18 months. We're down to um, 60 to 90 days now. So that's good. We're trying to take advantage of getting as many homes as we can, which is where the fixed income fund comes in. We're using that debt to leverage and buy as many of those homes as possible. And then we've got a line of credit on the backside that finances that. So if you're interested in investing, uh, text the word DEALS to 480-531-7519. Pretty excited about it, we'll get those 700 homes set. Got a bunch of remodels to do, get these communities turned around and probably exit in the next two to three years. So um, yeah, interested, text the word DEALS, 480-531-7519. We'll keep it simple.